This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And uh, this is a mini-series on taking the hero's journey by... It's uh, the book is Hero with a Thousand Faces. And... Uh, changing it around, looking for uh, opportunities, not being locked into, say, um, a set pattern and, you know, along the lines of, well, this is what it says, so this is what it has to be. So once again, uh, Hero's Journey, it's a, the monomyth, and, and yet it's not. I, I don't think it was ever meant as all myths are based on this one particular myth and it's more an analysis of a particular type of myth um, the hero myth and then you know say seeing is there similarities Uh, you know here's a yeah so here's here's you know compare contrast um it's not exactly the same wherever we go and uh but are there similar aspects and then to the the, you know this deeper interpretation so the the topic for today is, is this section of the hero's journey called uh the temptress and uh i think i think it's the I think it's encounter with the temptress. So I'm just checking my notes. Moss, you have notes? Yes, I do. Uh, it says, woman as the temptress. And that's, um, that's troubling on, on one side, and yet um, knowing the source material, um, not surprising. And... There's, there's an obvious inversion right there, say, for, for gender. And al- already in the text, um, Campbell says, you know, says, if, if the adventurer is female, and then we have this uh, different perspective, as far as, say, gender goes. And from what I was rereading, uh, it, it's say, seeking a character uh, that's going to symbolize worldly, um, yeah, worldly versus spiritual, um, the mental versus the physical, um, materialism versus uh, the contrary. I've uh, given this a couple tries, say, recording, and found myself more exploring what what that is so right away I'm finding myself going okay we're not doing that this time we're we're definitely flipping things around and um, I've had more that's been more enjoyable instead of finding myself stuck like my wheels are just spinning in the mud and uh, so let's start off right away and um one of, the, one of the good things that came out of recording, uh, trying, you know, this, trying this out, um, 
this particular episode, was imagining the adventurer kind of getting stuck in this place, let's say that they'd been attempting to get away from, very materialistic. Uh, it, what I was going for was a kind of uh, Luke Skywalker farmstead and uh, moisture harvesting, which is sounding very Dune slash Arrakis. Um, Muad'Dib, Paul Atreides growing up as a moisture farmer. What? <laughs> it was right there. Obvious. Why didn't I pick that up? Uh, and two, that's, that's how it works. That's, uh, um, as far as sort of like a inspiration adaptation and uh, say pulling, pulling from many sources in order to create this kind of um, hodgepodge that stands on its own legs. So we have our adventurer, and, and I was imagining that, say, the adventurer leaves, but then the adventurer returns uh, and finds themselves back at square one. But there's this promise of if, you, if you're just patient, just be patient, and that will pay off. Right? You'll get everything, everything that you desire is, is going to be here um, where you least expected it. There's a, a quality of... Um, a, there's a science fiction show, which I, I've mentioned too much. So I just want to sort of give the scenario of that these astronauts... And let's, you know, let's make them all, um, you know, non-gendered. So just astronauts land and they find themselves back at home. And uh, there's this, there's this qu- sort of question of, you know, oh my gosh. And the other, the other part of it is that it's populated with people they know who have uh, passed away. And so they're thinking, oh, is this the afterlife? You know, is this uh, alien world? Is that, what, is that what's going on? Someone out there is going, you know, Moss, I know the, the, the book and the series you're talking about. Why don't you just say the name? It's just because I've, I've mentioned it. And I just feel like I'm treading on uh, old ground before. There's this uh, kind of quality uh, with uh, like a question mark of, of uh, place. And um, is it necessary to leave where you are in order to become, you know, um, it's a weird thing. Uh, I've already mentioned it. It's <laughs> probably in the in the couple tries of doing this episode of uh, finding yourself in this quest to, you know, it's like um, this uncertainty of identity. Let's say, you know, obviously, here's your name, here's your ID, this is what you look like, and yet uh, within going, you know, there's something way more. You know, there's this potential yada 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 and you, and too yes you know you can why not like people do you know they'll find it at home 
and you could say that you know if eventually finding what it is what is it that the song says um, finding what you're looking for um, still haven't found what I'm looking for that those are the lyrics there and uh, where the streets have no name say an unnamed uh, musical group Moss I know the band why don't you just say the name so uh, there is this opportunity but then say you know um, there are those who feel that they must leave they are driven they're motivated um, there's this there's this notion or into a, a feeling of it's not happening right and uh, um, there is this thing going on inside but it's you know it's uh, unattainable and um, you have to go somewhere else in order to uh, become that thing which is a strange idea that say we're not immediately who who we are does that have to do with the culture does that have to do with the the situation you know that uh, and too there are situations where it's you know brutal and, and the person must go yes Moss but what does this have to do with uh, the materialism that you've mentioned or possibly are referring to with this uh, the trials uh, you know trial runs that you went through so the temptation it's this sort of lure, right? You know, oh, forget about, you know, forget about the, the quest and the path you were on. And um, to, to coin uh, Joseph Campbell, forget about following your bliss, right? That forget about the inside stuff and uh, concentrate on the outside stuff. And um, I'm finding that difficult. I'm not sure about you, probably, in, you know, at some point maybe you know you have encountered that or that's solidified um i've had moments of uh, financial stability and uh moments not and to go back to the joseph campbell quote it's you always have your bliss like say you know if you're in pursuit of it that you have that and i i query that I'm not sure. And the, and the contrast is um, you won't always have money or you know, you'll have points where you don't have money but you always have your bliss. And this makes me feel like, like oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't, I, maybe I don't have my, I, I swear that I don't have my, my bliss sometimes. Um, is that entirely true? As, as far as, say, the, the, the key, the kind of central thing I'm working on in, in my writing, I would have to say, I would have to say okay, I, I do have that. Um, you know, I have, I have lost manuscripts, but in a sense, I always have the thing, the, st- thing I'm, the storytelling, what it's about, you know, that, that never leaves, uh, leaves me. So, okay, yes, a truth. Um, uh, 
I, and two, I'm not, in one sense, I, I, th- I think I'm not the perfect person to be, to be discussing it. And uh, for me, it's, it's sort of overbearing. There's this um, burden of requiring uh, the non-materialistic and seeking it and um, have, having a difficult time of it. Right? So going from uh, you know, temple to church to you know, whatever kind of thing is um, you know, and just say, you know, give it to me, give it to me straight. Right? And the only real uh, experience for me ha- has been in talking about, like say, um, I did, before this episode, I did a, this episode talking about, uh, you know, too, it wasn't so much talking about the, you know, uh, a deity, and it was more, say, examining, well, what is that supposed to be, right, say, um, it's the embodiment of the concept of eternity, and then we're putting a mask on that in order to conceptualize, right? In order to contain um, what that means. So I find myself um, explaining that and, and defining it. That's what it is. And say, you know, it might be easy to listen to, but to, to be sort of going, okay, let's be communicating that and but also finding different ways to communicate it um, in, in, in a variety of, of methods. I'll, I'll encounter people who grew up within spiritual traditions and who are, um, who's, who seem quite uh, connected uh, and yet, you know, say, see, seeing them going through difficult times and requiring their community, so there's that. And my assumption that say that their experience is, is sort of like, well, you're fine now, bulletproof <laughs> for the for the rest of your life, you have no problems. And this is not the case. And uh, and two, you know, say that they will go through regardless of of what. Um, belief system uh, you know that they will go through uh, sort of say doubt or uh, being challenged or tested or or similar to my situation where um, you know it's just not happening it's just not translating so so that was the previous episode, and that was um, that stage is uh, meeting with the goddess or meeting with the mother, and this stage uh, has to do, and immediately for me it's about getting away from and inverting that role. So right away I, I'm flipping it to uh, flipping it to the other gender flipping it to this sort of kind of uh, 
And two, if, if I just did that and making it uh, sort of in the same connotation uh, that there's this, um, I, think I, I think I can say gigolo, there's this kind of quality of that. You know, that's the first word that sort of, you know, the association that pops up. And um, that is not enough. That is sort of say, that's just gender. And it's this, um, it would be this masculine representative. And uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be so carnal, so physical. Um, and h- how it is represented in, in the text is as, um, as representation, right? This is the physical world as you know, being represented through uh, like a, a personification and at the same time though this is, this is the scholar um, this is a analysis like looking, you know, symbolism if this was a dream right? and just, you know, throwing ideas on paper and, and seeing, what's, seeing what sticks Uh, storytelling wise and storytelling wise uh, getting rid of getting rid of say what existed I've already looked at a number of ways of talking about the talking about this um, subversion and say oh well let's just stick to the place like this farm and let's make that the focus and not leave, right? We're not doing an adventure, we're staying. And it's sort of like the adventure uh, is, has to arrive, right? It's, uh, the adventure is not leaving. And, and two, not, not for lack of trying, not for lack of being there. It, it's just a matter of, you know, this is, this is a, an, an anti-adventure, this is the opposite. It's a, it's a tragic adventure. Um, and so it's the setting or say the character. Um, let's make the character this tempter, right? This um, very materialistic individual who seeks to sway everyone around and sees it as a very... I'm just thinking of a guy I know, I've met. I don't want to say I know. Um, I th- I've thought about knowing him because I'm going, this is, this is a human being who I'm just so in contrast with. Um, and and there's, there's, there's at least one thing. And two, we have things in common. There's this kind of environmental thing that we share it seems there's a concern uh, but also there's there's sort of say quite contrasting quite materialistic side that uh, like when I first met this guy he he played this card in in the sense of of um, a bit of say showing off and one upmanship and you know oh I've got this and that I've got I've got a business, I've got employees, da-da-da-da-da. And then, okay, now it's your turn, Moss. And then, and then uh, 
I felt shamed, right? And uh, because he said, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm writing fiction. And then it was uh, back to me, like it was the response was, oh, and how much, how much do you get from that? And two, I, I remember I didn't, I didn't inquire about how much, you know, this guy made, but he's doing that to me. And so, um, in, in fairness, say, if I responded and said, um, oh, well, like say, you know, if I had done that, I'm sure he would have the figures right there, probably written on his hand, right? Crimping for the test. And you say, okay, I got it. I can tell you exactly, right? You know, taxes, uh, how much I employ, my, I pay my employees. Uh, I have money. Uh, I have a place. Um, besides his place here, he's got, you know, somewhere out in the woods. And on and on and on. And me? Doesn't matter. It's not worth beans, you know. Um, it's like, you know, and two, it's like, uh, great, you know. Um, the, the sort of the bulletproof side of it is that uh, it's not it's not the first time and uh, I know the score but um, as, as far as say bliss goes it's it, you know it would be impossible for you know this guy to say you know oh well that's and to the <laughs> underneath it all it's like you know well that's stupid boss why are you doing that you know you should you know you know, do you want to come and work for me? You know, that, that offer wasn't even on the table. So it's like, uh, you know, do you want to come and write advertising? Copy, right, Moss? Come on, sell out. Come on. Yeah, and uh, we, had, we had at least one, possibly two uh, interactions that... Um, we're basically about the same thing. And say that's for me kind of like a, the example, the individual uh, who, you know, there's a, there's a normality there and there's not a surprising of this sort of shaming, financial shaming. Uh, like say I wasn't, you know, I wasn't shocked and uh, it's sort of par for the course. Perhaps, too, there's a sort of a creativity shaming that, you know, say, um, this person's a closet uh, artist in some fashion, some way or another. Or that, say, and, too, I do believe that, that it is a creative venture um, that, say, business, etc., finances, economics, there is a creativity and uh, there are people who approach it as such and um, I, cu- I could have totally lied and uh, that, that would be a really cool moment in one sense uh, I gave up did I give up? no I, I, I changed it around uh, this had to do as well with um say now with promotion I, I, I realized that 
every interaction is an opportunity to promote your work. So in my mind, my thought was, if I meet someone like this again, and two, I'd like to just advance it and say, the next person I meet, you know, I'm going to just go through my, um, my little panel introduction. I was on a panel um, just a, a while ago for When Worlds Collide, which is a literary th- event. And I, my, my pitch was there. But also, too, I need it. And, too, it's not a pitch. It's this introduction. And you've got to keep it short uh, because if you go on and on, people get, you know, (laughs) come on, get on with it, you know. And uh, short, sweet, and, you know, move on to the the conversation, the talk-talk and the subject matter. And, uh, you know, that's why people are, are there. They want to... In this case, it was poetry, which, um, in one sense, I'm not, you know, um, I'm not the best guy, but then that's why I ought to be there as, as the kind of the, the counterpoint. And uh, I love poetry. I deeply, deeply love poetry. Um, but I, I also have the experience of not seeing it. I see it in a different way. And, um, yeah, so let's move on from that. <laughs> Why, Moss? What's going on? Uh, analytical. Yeah, I, 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 had the, I have this, um, this experience. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what is going to happen as far as that goes. It's, it's, it's very interesting to talk about um, for me. Uh, I, yeah... And, I, and to concerned, I almost want to contact everybody and saying, was I okay? Did I offend you? <laughs> uh, it, it seemed like it was an okay conversation. It, um, and two, I was invited back, so not, not, not bad. But, uh, say, yeah, meeting people just uh, in the future uh, to... Um, to be to be open to to be um, how can I describe it that uh, that not only am I saying oh you know yeah I, I wrote a book but say say you know I am the author of this and it's about that before they can open their mouth and go how much money is in it right Instead, I've pitched, I've given them my elevator pitch, right? And that they've, um, that there isn't this vague, it's incredibly specific, incredibly professional. And, um, and then, of course, they can ask me, so how much, how much money is in that? And then I go, I go, well, the money's rolling in still. Right, which is you know that's stretching it and everything, or or just ending it and changing the subject, you know, and and talking about you know flipping it around. I don't know. I really didn't like that question and that conversation. And it's it's along the lines of you know talking with people. You know, so how many kids do you have? Right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 
what are you talking about? Who asked that? Right? This assumption, you know, and uh, this assumption that say, some people don't have kids. Some people, you know, that didn't work out, you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everyone I know has kids. It's along those lines, right? Um, oh, so why didn't you adopt kids? <laughs> it's like, what? Wow, what are you? My long-lost cousin who assumes this, uh, you know, relationship. Actually, all along there has been this conversation about, about materialism. And apparently it's a, it's a sore point. C'est moi, for me. Uh, the inversion. So I've given, I'm, I'm giving you my, my best worst example. Uh, is there far worst trying to think of a, a male I, I, I think that a further inversion is the non-materialists the men that I grew up around these sort of pseudo-communist um, wow I just <laughs> went for it I said bedwetters in my mind I was thinking bedwetters and uh, but I, I just I just remembered these um, that say you know drilling um, like say being around these conversations but also being sort of you know taken aside and say you know hey Moss um, you know materialism is bad because this was a, a hippie a hippie slash commune slash whatever um, situation and. And two, these, uh, this fizzled out, and um, most of these people sold out, or say they'll they'll you know they're still preaching, but the you know the pulpit the pulpit has. Um, I I think too it, it's sort of like say the what is it revolution and the excitement of that, but. They, they didn't have the, the nerve to um, pull it off, right? And etc., etc., etc. Loss, so critical. <laughs> well, and two, you know, come on. Uh, do it, you know. Um, what does that look like, you know? Um, it's easy to say these things. It's sort of the, you know, talk the talk, walk the walk. Uh, It's easy to talk. Talk is cheap, and uh, I'm not. I'm not suggesting, you know, well, communist uprising. Um, I, I'm, I'm more saying, you know, put your money where your mouth is, and etc. Um, etc. Et that said, uh, you know, there are some great, you know, social was it advocates, and and and. You know, say some of them I know that are still, uh, you know, involved in social endeavors and uh, promoting and take caring, taking care of the community. Um, interesting, yeah. That say the conversation has has gone there, whereas uh, prior being. Um, uh, a bit mired in, say, w- wondering exactly, okay, well, well, what, 
what is it? You know, what is it that's being um, talked about? And uh, are we talking about the same thing? So I'm just thinking of uh, doing a little bit of a walk. Noticing some people strutting their stuff. Uh, Canada geese. Um, where I'm walking, uh, Canada geese have been like uh, we've had like a say a couple dry weeks and uh, no rain, and then Canada geese have been pooping uh, all over the place and. It rained and it turned into this green sludge, and uh, thankfully the rain uh, washed most of it away. <laughs> so now I'm walking on the remnants of geese poop. So inversions and subversions, and we're at the midpoint this episode and uh, looking at the um, this kind of lure allure uh, on one hand it's a bit easy to be to plop uh, to plot these uh, characters and sort of position them and even, say, with the setup, development, and payoff, uh, there's still this kind of artificial quality. I, I like, I, I think I'd prefer it if it was coming from uh, within, say, you know, the inner circle. And that there was a conversation about, about this where sort of almost like do the right thing. So rather than an uh, external, you know, this is someone, you know, sidekick, secondary character, who is uh, meaning well, but also leading astray. So this is using, using the example and uh, utilizing it in a, in a different way rather than a, a, temper, a temptress showing up and you know, crooking the finger you know, come on, come this way uh, It is, as I adjust, it, it, it rained, it was pretty much raining, I want to say all morning, but I brought a magazine with an old magazine. Is it a magazine? Anyways, something like that. Uh, some junk mail to sit on, uh, on the uh, damp bench. There you go. There's some Canadian geese who will shortly be, uh, I 
American gray geese. Okay, so. Temptation. What is the opposite of temptation? <laughs> well, flipping it around, it would, it would be, say, becoming uh, this guy, you know, whose materialism is good. I have this, I have that. I'm a good person, see? And uh, I, I've created jobs. You know, look at me. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shame this, uh, you know, this artistic fellow and, and uh, put him in his place, you know, and uh, oh my gosh, my radiance, it's just amazing. Look at me. Compare and contrast. And uh, here's me going, you jerk. <laughs> you, you tempter, you. But to have the main character uh, as this, as this guy, I'm going, would I actually write a novel, maybe I could dedicate it to him. <laughs> uh, for such and such, for, for an illuminating conversation. Uh, I, I, like, I like the notion I've been riding off of uh, as I've been going through the stages of the hero's journey of um, number one, positioning the the main character that say the main character transforms into each of these individuals, and so at this stage becomes the materialist. And it's not about this external; it's more the it's you know it's the internal, it's the projection, uh, it's the part of themselves that uh, rationalizes and. Uh, values <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining now the main character uh, putting putting my main character through through this exercise and the into there's a quality of understanding the motivation like say also in that you know, would I have uh, would I have some understanding then of why people do that? You know, this is it is it from a place of inferiority, right? Is that is sort of is the desire to be superior or to sort of show off? I have this many children. How many children do you have? Uh, Or, you know, or it's just, you know, the assumption that I'm this way, so everybody is this way. Everybody has kids. And it's unusual if people don't have kids. Uh, what, if, uh, what if my children died in a horrible car crash? Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And, you know, that's connected to my financial situation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And uh, is this a lead-in as far as sort of get to know you, right? And you, fi- you know, find out this horrible, horrible contradiction and contrast to your own experience. 
and uh, you know, and and two, I didn't go into my you know nightmare, and uh, apparently they didn't go into theirs, right? You know, say if we're being so open book, why not just go for it and <laughs> you know, continue and you know, I don't know what's you know why stop why why not you know just be an open book and you know just just all over the place uh so in this scenario uh my main character has become this uh benevolent uh business owner and Uh, and to in the context of the hero's journey, it's that say there's this continuance. Whereas I've argued, no, 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 we're going to stay. We're going to stay in that uh, materialistic situation and uh, argue against that. Right? That there's there's good things. You know, money money does good things. And. Uh, argue for capitalism, uh, argue against the monopoly, uh, and so on and so forth. As I'm saying this, I'm, I'm imagining a kind of a deity attached to this that would say one of the masks of eternity as as the uh, as the scholar Campbell the scholar had, had uh, described that uh, in, in this pantheon that there's this uh, would it be a merchant merchant sort of often means like sales uh it's, it's probably an expression like uh, of uh, of it of this kind of deity I'm imagining say you know say starting off the novel you know traveling and finding this place that has uh, it has a kind of sort of mixed like it's small and then encountering the individuals and there's this sort of intensity that suggests each of them is a deity in their, their own way uh, that uh, also too there is a proximity how does that mean uh, I mean it that sort of oh it's a small world that kind of thinking in the sense of you know a village there's these, you know, this intensity of relationships because of the proximity. Uh, and then rather than something like, say, living in a big city with a lot of people, uh, where there is this diversity, it's the opposite. And we get... Uh, you know, these few relationships on an intense level. There's this kind of quality of living in the city of it's not personal. Uh, 
and it it's here to a degree and I, I sort of get um, an idea of larger cities uh And, and just sort of say how how removed it could get. Almost like, say, how you get to know your neighbors and, and just imagining, what if there were, it was only that, it was, it was just a neighborhood and that's it, right? There was no, uh, no other neighborhoods and you didn't have an opportunity to move from your neighborhood or go to a different part of town there was just one part of town and so you basically you know everybody everybody knows everybody else and then you're probably related in some way or you know yeah in some way like you know one of your family members has married you know so and so's other family member there's some connection and there's no stranger. Moss, what does this have to do with materialism? Well, we're, we're at work uh, inverting this, subverting this. And so as we move into the final act of this episode, Yeah, what is the opposite of of materialism? And the polite response would be socialism. And right there, the communists freak out and you know, damn it, I'm gonna stop this. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact Moss. He should be representing. He was in the commune. He knows what it's... He should know what it's all about. Uh, <laughs> then there's me. You're all bastards and scum. <laughs> you should no, go back where you came from. Uh, okay. So... Uh, extremes... Uh, obviously, you know, that that's there, arguing against extremes, arguing against um, what is it? Extremism. And uh, I have uh, I want to say we're friends, but I sometimes I'm sort of concerned and uh, Or at least it sort of passes through my mind, sort of thinking, "Oh, I hope they're okay." And uh, there's a you know, there's a very good argument. Everybody has a very good argument. But uh, let's get back to storytelling. So, if we're inverting, and if we're looking at taking care of people um, there is a quality the fellow that I 
gave the example of with his uh, with his business. There is a quality to that. There's a quality of uh, argument. And of course, he was he's always ready to raise the example of. He's like the uh, papa. He's like the patriarch, and um, people are counting on him. And so, so there's sort of inside of this example, there's uh, this sort of dual quality. Uh, dual nature that it's not one thing and of course capitalists are you know, very eager to um, say it's you know it's me you know I did this it's, whereas it's like well no it's the workers <laughs> you're the figurehead and uh, who's, who's doing the work here are you doing the work are you really are you really doing the work I almost want to say that the, the best ones, the best business owners are the, are the ones who aren't involved and uh, who, uh, oh, sure, okay, sign the checks, but, you know, keep, keep your nose clean. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't be strutting around and uh, waving your uh, peacock feathers, right? And I want to say, oh, because you know, isn't that isn't that what this is? Really, really, it's sort of a difficult one. This is this episode, and it's gone in places sort of I didn't expect it to. But I'm I'm still playing around with this question, this interpretation of it as spiritual and saying oh because that's how it's presented in the Harry's journeys oh this is physical is bad spiritual is good at least for the adventure you know at least for this um, myth this journey So, we've got to end this. We've got to have our climax. And uh, it's warmed up a bit. And while it was raining, it had cooled down. There's a little bit of a breeze. As, as far as as far as the hero's journey goes and subverting it it uh, it doesn't feel like there's enough um, fodder if you will we have mudder but we don't have fodder 
Almas. And uh, so this is the, the third uh, attempt at this uh, episode. And I, I'm not having so much of a, a, say, clear character. I have one from personal experience that I'm attempting to kind of place on top and say, well, what about this? You know, here's, you know, here's somebody, um, you know, they have, they have a business and, uh, you know, there's a, an argument at work. I almost felt like, too, that there was this quest for validation and uh, that they're telling me and to to be so you go, oh, hey, that's great, that's great. Say, you know, the response from me. Uh, Having the character that way that Say, say rather than a secondary character, a sidekick, say, um, advising, instead having the main character uh, be this figure of uh, temptation who is saying, oh, hey, I have, um, hey, Moss, I'm badass. I have this uh, incredible venture. Well, whatever. And... Uh, and two, you know, if you want to talk incredible, you know, adventures, uh, adventures with a V, um, book, storytelling, uh, you know, that whole uh, game, come on, you know, uh, you know, that's bizarrely out there. Who, who does that? You know, who, who expects, to, <laughs> who expects to do well at that? That's, um, But I'm imagining the main character taking on that role and um, arguing. So it would be along the lines of uh, that they're seeking this validation, approval, and, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I'm doing so well, don't you think so? And what happens when they get um, sort of shot down and somebody starts pointing out? Uh, the flaw, the fly in the ointment, the flaw in the, what would that be? Some kind of pun for um, ointment. So... And so... And how how does the main character react um, to that uh, weak moment? They've they've just had this you know big meeting meeting with uh, the boss lady, uh, the the goddess herself, at, at the previous stage, and now we're at the stage where there's this meeting. Um, and and that it doesn't go well. Which, 
which sort of serves, but it's sort of it's bringing it home rather than having it as this external. So it's very much uh, connected. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing some. Uh, what is it amongst the uh, the geese, uh, the Canadian geese? I'm seeing this kind of um, uh, play or uh, bullying or. Um, it, it could be some kind of, you know, um, territorial kind of business. Also, too, looking at uh, their community and uh, that they're a group and that, you know, they're going to fly south pretty soon in a V. Now they're going, what? How does he know that? <laughs> it's, for us, it's just a vague impulse, right? We just feel the, the, the pull, right? And that, you know, we've got to get in this formation. Uh, oh, here, oh, it's interesting. There's, there's one goose that uh, sort of, it, it's, its head, um, its neck sort of gets bent and, uh, and then it uh, rushes after another goose uh, to pick at their um, plot. I'm wondering if they're eating clover because I can see clover um, mixed into this uh, lawn here this grass okay Moss so we're summing it up we have a few minutes left chop chop uh, big big takeaways are um, yes you know let's let's do this let's let's turn this upside down Let's bring it home. Let's make it personal. Um, you know, let's let's not make this this external, and instead let's um, let's make it this um, internal. Let's let's own it, and not have the character sort of, you know, uh, oh, you can't you can't seduce me with your capitalist ways. Uh, you know, I am, I you know. I'm pure, uh, you know, and uh, non-materialist, you, you know, and ooh, ah. Um, but instead, ha- have them as um, uh, flawed and that they have their, um, their ego and that, you know, uh, being real, being uh, an actual human being instead of this uh, character um, a lot of the times that say the myths that I've read we get uh, we get characters um, deities or demigods that are removed from um, like saying going oh my god well gosh this is an idealized um, representative of a paragon rather than a living and breathing um, like say you know my empathy uh, versus and uh, so I'm now watching a guy watching the geese and uh, they seem seem pretty cool about it so far <laughs> I wonder if you know a hundred hundred oh sure yeah a hundred years ago I'm sure the blasted out of the skies and, and put onto um, 
dinner tables. Moss, how could you? I know, it's a terrible way to end. But there we are. Okay, take care.